0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Block Sauce, your weekly web show that serves up the juicy discussions in the world of Web3 gaming and Web3 culture. I'm struggling to talk over myself, so I'm taking off the headphones for a second. <laughs> I'm your host, ReNFT Ambassador Jim Kieran. Today we've got an incredible panel lined up for you. We're gonna be talking a little bit about Creators League, Legends of Mara, Starfield reviews, and more. So grab your controllers, crack open a Red Bull, and prepare to get your game on. sauce and it's time to bring the heat with another episode of the block sauce i'm thrilled to introduce our panel we got Jorge, shay and dub we're back to a routine i kind of like the guests though how <laughs> you guys doing yeah we're chilling
1: i, I, I like the guests too gentry well now we Gus. got a
0: whole new format um bear with me as i'm probably gonna be tripping over my words the whole time i'm not used to listening to myself and talking over to myself so
1: yeah
0: oh so man
1: so we'll, we'll help you out here we know it's your first time so uh you know welcome to the show we're excited for today's show we got great topics today we got a great panel once again we, we, the gang is back together and we're gonna bring some juicy shit to you guys we're gonna keep it real keep it transparent keep it 100. um and i'll let you Karen kind of give us the first topic what do you want to talk about oh man
2: look how short jorge is compared (laughs) to
1: all of
0: us
1: (laughs) so it's just like real life it's perfect right we're
0: we're gonna be the dead horse and we're gonna make sure that it's dead (laughs) creators league if you haven't seen it on the twitter you're clearly clearly
1: living under a rock <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, think, I think we've seen a lot of things about, crazy, right? Like I think, uh, everybody's of the opinion that, you know, uh, the transparency wasn't there, uh, that, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Trojan horse, all this stuff, but, but like, I think what like, the biggest thing people fail is that Web2, the way people do business in Web2 is completely different than Web3. And again, like, you know creators not knowing about it like i'm pretty sure the paperwork that was given from the you know to legally sign off to do this the attorney reviewed it and i could probably tell you the attorney probably doesn't like not to say the attorney doesn't care but like the underlying technology of how the the creator league was supposed to work wasn't something the attorney's going to be like hey you know they're going to use blockchain or this nft stuff and so again, because of the Web to space, it's more of like looking at a legality standpoint to make sure like that the, the client, whatever they're offering, is you know uh, good and, and you know kosher and all that stuff. So like, I, I, I understand that. The other thing is, again, like I don't think we needed it to advertise the blockchain technology behind the creative. Like, it didn't matter. I mean, it, 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 everybody says it and see everybody saying it. it's just the technology underlining it. So like. It's not like we're here saying, hey, go download Spotify because of the MP3 or the data board. Like, it doesn't, it's not making sense. So I just think, again, the space that we're in is not mature enough. And the immaturity of everybody in Web3 that went and went and attacked all the Web2 content creators because they were coming into Web3 and telling them, oh, yeah, NFTs in your face. Oh, blockchain in your face. Told you this was the future. Oh, let me flex because, you know, we're like, we're the big and bad. Because crypto Twitter is so like, like I don't know, I don't, I don't know, the right words, but like so critical and expert and everything we have in the space. I think they ruined it. I, I, I honestly think crypto Twitter ruined it for for everything.
3: I swear, I have a different take because and tell me I haven't. I've been kind of doing more irl stuff and have kind of been heads down at work so i haven't in like labor day weekend so i haven't gone into a ton of the twitter spaces and i actually haven't had a chance to like i know what's going on but i haven't had a chance to like discuss it with other people but Mm -hmm. if my interpretation of this is incorrect guys but i feel like it was kind of blown out of proportion by the by the influencers and people part of the Creator League, I do think it's granted and it's valid because of like the reputation and the stigma that the space has, like in all of the cash grabs and things that we had in like 2021 and in the thick of the bull. But I, I mean, like the passes aren't even NFTs, and like from what I understand, like the Near Protocol was just y- being used for like verification purposes. And so but I think I think ultimately, like what it begs the question and like the conversation that now has to be had is like, how can these businesses approach transparency and communication um, in the best way when introducing new technology to like normies to to web two? I kind of think that if they would have just been super transparent about it from the beginning and been very, very clear on like, what it is because it's not like they're playing web three games and correct me if i'm wrong because i I don't think i'm not sure if they are but Mm -hmm. if you've been transparent about it like maybe the backlash wouldn't have been so bad but i think i think the response is blown so out of proportion like i think they laid off 30 percent of their staff or whatever they're having to restructure like it just it honestly makes me a little bit frustrated because it's i don't know i feel like it's very ignorant of some of the content creators to be so like i think one of like the connor guy or whatever he was like i have such a hatred for this technology and that's why i'm so upset and it's like i don't know that's just like so strong but then like i also get it because of all of the bad actors that our space has and so i think like there's just so much work that we have to do to kind of educate and you know show these people like the good parts of th- this technology
2: yeah the the other part you you might have missed was actually that ignorance was passed over from the team itself in pitching the product to those creators. They the CEO made a ton of statements um, Mm -hmm. in the wake of all this, like saying because this is actually soulbound tech stuff that I've been building on for very for over a year now. So I know it. And Mm -hmm. like he's saying it's not even an FT, which is really stupid. Like in their mind, they were actually not even on chain exactly they they, they they believed themselves that they weren't even though they
3: okay weren't. so you think it was like so denial. it wasn't it, was it was an
2: underlying like unawareness but all of that's irrelevant now because what has happened is that all the the creators that are below those level of creators that are looking up to those guys to become them someday they now looked at all those comments saw everything and are now writing off web 3 when they were like had one foot just about to enter it you know and we're Mm -hmm. we're down they were they had contracts open with with web 3 games they now they backed out of them there's hard examples across the board on how our community has just made a completely negative impression of ourselves
3: it goes to show how much response like so much responsibility falls on these people who have who have like the web 2 audience in their hands you know so that I hadn't I didn't know about the rest of like the fallout and kind of the the subsequent statements they made but that's really unfortunate that they went about it that way but you know and it sucks that now that they're like you said like they were just about to be comfortable with web three and now we're dealing with all of this but I feel like it's nothing we can't come back from and like now maybe it just it's going to be like a more prolonged period of time before we like gain their trust again but then also the whole space shouldn't be written off just because like one company screwed up you know
1: yeah so that's to to what i saying like, Deb, like i guess like you know you know you, you mentioned like the ceo kind of like uh not understanding like i don't know how easy it is to explain blockchain Right, in this sense, like, and, and if it is something like, I, I would almost be in his shoes and be like, how much do I really need to know about blockchain that's being powered by this? Is it something that I need to like go out and say to something to everybody, like, hey, like if it was so minimal, like, I don't know, I, I'm putting myself in his shoes and I don't know if I would even have brought it up because, again, it's underlying technology. Like, I just never had a conversation with my cell phone provider and saying, like, hey, like, you know, what are we using for operating system? When I just don't know I need to make a phone call and t- receive text messages, right? It, it, it's hard because, like, we're in this space and we understand it. But, like, when you're spending it to a web 2 normie, like, how much do they really need to know on such an aspect of a big project, right? Like, this project was massive, working with all these content creators and everything. So, I think it was just so minimal that I, I, I see it like I would have brushed it off soon.
0: So, it's that there's multiple elements to this. So, first off, obviously, they, Whether it was intentional or not, because I don't think it was intentional, I don't think they understood the tech well enough, but they misled their partners. That is a red flag. It doesn't matter whether the tech should or should not be known about because they simply lied to their partners. That is a problem. And we shouldn't accept that in this space and try to justify it just because it's tech. It's like if somebody were to sell me a customized Android device to make it look like Apple and call it an iPhone. At the end of the day it's just the tech right no i don't like android i don't want to use android i'm a big security buff and quite honestly i don't feel comfortable using android i used it for many years google was hacked they didn't disclose it for over six months which by the way was illegal unless you have money apparently um there's a lot of issues to be had here and there is an audience that really does care about the tech there is an audience that doesn't. You're gonna find both both parties. And I agree with Jorge that realistically the tech underlying should not matter, but whenever it's, when you have to use deceptive practices. But again, I, it's hard to even call it deceptive because after the CEO made his statement, I also was like, oh, so they don't even understand what they were pitching. Like you, you believe that these aren't NFTs, but if they're not NFTs, then how are you verifying the data? It has to be on chain to be verified, right? So it was really confusing to me. And I was like, okay, well, let me look more into this. And I found out E-Fuse was partnered or sponsored by Nier. So the theory, again, this is a theory, and this is kind of what has come from multiple people that I've talked to within the space. This has also come from a few spaces. Jonas spoke on it a little bit as well. Nier probably gave them a bunch of money to go get this talent. And they went and did so not understanding what they were doing with, with Nier, right? And everything kind of went through this blew up because all the Web3 folks, and Jorge spoke on this yesterday, like the maturity thing, we were all like, oh, I got you, it's Web3, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, all of a sudden creators are turned off because they didn't want to be associated with this tech. They don't want to, and we can't force them or trick them into doing so. That's not going to work. But I also agree with Jorge that it shouldn't matter, but we need to educate them on why it shouldn't matter and bring them on board and convince them otherwise. As far as the layoffs go, I kind of feel like this was coming anyways, doing a little bit more digging. I found out that uh, Fuse, I believe it was about a year ago, announced they were shifting away from gaming and tournaments and they were going to try to have more of a tech focus. And if you look at a lot of the layoffs, it was like their partnerships, their tournament organizers, their social media, stuff like that. So you didn't see any like development type staff or CEOs or anything like that, executive. It's all a restructuring that I think is going to align more with that tech focus but the deceptiveness or the perceived deceptiveness is what I think the real issue was. Them using blockchain for this, I don't think it was necessary, but I also don't see an issue with it.
3: I mean, if they would have executed well, then it would have only been like a positive for our space. But I think, I wonder how many, like if they had Web3 natives on their team that, because I feel like that's such a missed opportunity that like maybe could have advised them um, like of the stigma that the space possesses. And like, I think, I think you're right. I think Jorge is right. Like it doesn't matter, but because of the sti- it doesn't matter that that's the underlying technology and eventually we'll get to a place where it doesn't have to be stated. But because of the stigma that the, sp- the space holds, if you're quote unquote deceptive about it, I think you're going to see the backlash that we saw. And I'm like, how did they not, how did like the creators of this thing, of this company, like not, you know, if they can't articulate the technology that they're using or what they're doing like i feel like that signal that signals like a way bigger problem for them as an organization than just like using the technol- technology Like they Mm -hmm. should have natives or somebody on their like i just think somebody multiple people weren't doing their job and then and then like i think that's why communications like you know when layoffs happen marketing people are usually the first people to go and i i've worked in like communications and marketing and it's so and jorge knows this too i'm sure as like a cmo in the space like it's so unfortunate because communications is actually like so so important and we're seeing we're seeing the backlash of um just the consequences that happen when you don't when you don't communicate correctly but i just think it's such a red flag that the ceo like wasn't even able to articulate the technology and stuff like that that's just a way bigger problem on its own
1: yeah i always kind of like again like uh, think of it like a ceo of a company of that size like it's such a minute thing to uh look at right like think about how these organizations are set up and, and like you look at, like, I don't know, uh, when it, let's do something like a baseball team, right? Like the CEO of the baseball team, like, he doesn't know what, like, maybe the contract of uh, the guy uh, working the services is and what he's using, right? Like, he just knows they need to get done, right? And and, and he's so high up that all he needs is a report saying, okay, this is checked off and ready to go on my end. Uh, my business development guy is ready to go. My marketing team ready to go. Like, on a CEO level, like, the report I- that they're looking
3: I agree with you, but because of the how sensitive our space is, like, they should have approached this, he should have been across those conversations, and he should have, it should have been approached with more sensitivity, you know, Right, 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 Mm and you
1: think that he looked at it as a sensitive thing, like, maybe he, he was understanding, under impression that, like, maybe it's just underlying tech, and it shouldn't be so sensitive, and, like, we made it sensitive, right, like, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of it uh, at that height of a a building right because he's at the top of the food chain like probably this wasn't something that even the legal team didn't uh, make aware of it right
3: well and that's why i was saying i think that the response is blown a bit out of proportion by these influence mm -hmm. stuff like it comes off and maybe i'm wrong but it comes off a bit pretentious and like snobby to me i think it's people just not wanting to adopt and not wanting change and thinking like they don't
0: they won like Right after this announcement was made, I quote, retweeted Asmongold from last year, which those not familiar with him. He, if I can't believe, uh, if I remember correctly, he's a co-founder for OTK. Um, and he's been highly anti NFT in gaming. He is highly anti blockchain. He doesn't understand why we need it. And it is an education problem at the end of the day. But again, you can't force people to care about something that they feel this strongly about um you, you kind of have to to it's one of those show up and show them why yeah and maybe you'll convince them over time right um but just outright kind of pushing them into it so to speak isn't gonna be the way that's gonna it's gonna take us some time to get there and educate and bring that to the masses and i i actually commented on a tweet yesterday um bringing this up because me as a as a micro influencer, I've gotten anti-NFT and anti-crypto Web2 folks to come over and test out the environment. I've given them NFTs, helped them set up wallets. How do we do that on a larger scale? How do I, as some Joe Schmo on the internet, compete with an Asmongold? I don't have the answer, but that's what we need more of is education and, and trust building because let's be honest, that's the biggest issue with Web2 and us right now is trust. And these types of tactics where people are feeling deceived only increases that gap further. And I think this was a great opportunity for them to be transparent, tell them Hey, we're using blockchain, but we're using it this way. You don't have to buy crypto. You don't have to like worry about the environment, you know, try to try to find out what their problems with it are and address them in an educational manner. And this was a very large potential opportunity that I was really hoping to be proved wrong on. And it feels like they missed a very good opportunity to educate those larger creators and bring them into our fold, at least somewhat, you're not going to convince them hundred percent, but you even just getting people onboarded with this system would have been a step it's a baby step but a step nonetheless and that's where i'm at and if, <laughs> we keep, say, if you want to keep
1: talking about it anybody want to keep keep going on this <laughs> uh, i think I, I think the points are made and uh, i think it's time to move on luckily we're in the crypto space where people forget 72 hours and uh, there's going to be some more drama this weekend for something else and it'll be blown up again
0: exactly next shiny legends of mara anybody know anything about it uh
2: this one's is it on is it on fortnite or is it a game on its own
0: yuga labs game mmo yeah. supposedly I don't 2d sure. style 2d
3: style i think it's gonna be web-based maybe
2: it's supposed yeah. to have a lot of depth to it i mean i i'm curious that... Everyone who's like shitting on it and hating on it in spaces that I'm in, I just tell them like, honestly, I'm interested. I'm curious on it. Like if it's a good game, good games excel in this market. Like even if it's, I'm not saying excellent. I'm not saying an amazing. It's like Dookie Dash did well in this market when you look back at it. So if it, of course it's going to be at that like quality plus. And if they at least nail some sort of game loop for, for an mmo that has some depth to it and it's ambitious too i mean they, they're saying about creating new content mm-hmm. every freaking day and like
3: they're that, gonna have four that, seasons
2: that that comes with some stuff like they yeah. I, I i'm a fan of the studio that they hired to do it um i like a lot uh mini royale nations and everything that happened with there it was intuitive it was innovative it took notes from ebio and kind of made it better in a way in my mind and had a ton of content that so like they can that team can produce content but this is like at a 5x scale compared to what they've done in the past and in a different ball game
1: the thing
0: i have an issue with is everything yuga has done has been gated by a huge price tag my like I looked at dookie dash and was like no I looked at heavy metal and was like no this is another game I haven't seen enough to, to really say one way or another but if you tell me I've got to spend 500 to plus whatever dollars oh, that, to that wasn't get not complete
2: it, that wasn't yeah. the complete offer and that's not the argument because you could have put effort into finding someone to sponsor you and play you could have gone to the discord you could ask for it it was yeah, widely I, available across when, all time when do I ever have to do that in web 2 though it, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter. This is Web 3. This is a new thing like that, that's the point. We're trying yeah, new stuff. We're trying systems. The Scholar system re- reinvented for lack of a better Jinky, I
3: right. got you. I got you with the next one because <laughs> I didn't I didn't have the bandwidth to find just like mm. what Dub said. I didn't have the bandwidth to find somebody because I needed to find like a professional gamer and I didn't. Part- I have so much going on like I. You don't know Dub? No. <laughs> Well, there like, you go. I mean, I knew people in my network, but like people, people were being like strangers, and like I've had, kind of, I would rather just like go with somebody like I know and stuff. But no, I sold my heavy metal because I don't have bandwidth to like go clean up stuff like all day, every day, like do all that.
2: Yeah, you I, didn't,
1: I, you didn't let Dub borrow it.
3: I should. Yeah, I,
2: I would have played the shit out of it. I would have been playing it to this day. like
3: I sold I it, but it's like I, the same I, price, I, I, and I, I could always buy back. But
2: I don't
1: think. We're, yeah, I think what's missing here is like I don't think we're realizing the category that Yuga is in, in the sense mm-hmm. of the gaming market. Like, you know, if you look at play to earn, play to win, play to own, all these things, uh, Yuga is like still the uh, play to earn aspects of it, and, and and it's rewarded a lot of gamers, right? Like, look at uh, you know some of these What was the winning goal? One point five million on the on the Wiki Dash. Like, there is not really. It's not something you can compare to the Web Two space so much, right? True. Like, and, and so, like, I think it's in its own category. I think this is like, if you, if I look at like what innovation looks like and what Web Three will bring, because a lot of the times we have this conversation all the time is like, oh, Web Two games are better. Yeah, they are better than Web Three. We haven't had a great Web Three game yet, right? Now you look at what you've did and you say, well, how about we? we the game is like phenomenal. But we did get to try something different with players were rewarded. It was all on chain. It was all verifiable, got paid instantly. Like there are so many great things to talk about what Yuba did on that aspect. So I think like it's hard to compare it to like gaming in the sense of like, uh, yeah, it's priced out of it. It, it is, it, it, it was, it, it was made that way. Yuba is literally still making their games. Like other side and all the stuff like codas like, they're still going for a stupid amount of money, right? Like. It gated to, to their community. It's rewarding their community, right? Like if you look at utility behind some of these PFP projects, like uh, people wish they had you uh, were in Yuga, right? Like think about it. Like if you really think about the way they rewarded and everything, so like I don't know. Like it's it's hard to like nitpick them so much. But so far, I want to say I don't want to say successfully, but they still so far successfully done well and are doing well and are still building well to like
3: keep their community and hey
1: like it's getting the attention we need it's every, like i don't see anything wrong with it yet right ultimately you make a
0: game that that looks fun and i want to play i'm gonna find a way to play it like the only reason like dub has a point yes i could have gotten into dookie dash i could have gotten into heavy metal i can find sponsors i could go rent nfts whatever but those games just looking from the outside listening to other people talk about it watching the clips they do not appeal to me whatsoever so i'm not going to take the time and effort to get into them if legends of Mara shows up and turns out and like everybody's saying how fun it is and it's like the best mmo in Web three that we have, I'm gonna find a way to play it. Right, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I hope that they pull this off because I'm a huge MMO buff. Uh, you know, I, I, before this, I was actually talking about how I've been playing hardcore WoW recently. So I want a good MMO to replace that WoW addiction so I can play in Web three more full time. You know, and if they could pull it off, more power to them. I'm looking forward to seeing what that what they come up with. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, but Jinkirin, I think you're looking at it from a fun aspect, right? Uh, 100%. I'll, right, right, right. And I almost <laughs> want you to look at it like this is giving people the opportunity for normal gamers who are not on the eSports level, right? Uh, even though the eSports person won it, to get into a game that has the reward of making money. Not so much of the fun aspect because I don't know how much fun, Dookie Dash is fun, but not like the point where it's like... like it became like oh my god i need to be in the top five because i can make a mm-hmm. million dollars playing a game right like like that's the that's the thought process behind uh, even a lot legends of merit like you like look at it like i'm if i'm looking at it i'm looking at it from a financial standpoint like i could probably make maybe a 100 grand 30 grand 50 grand if i play whatever and and let me stop for a quick commercial uh RENFT, <laughs> uh the rental protocol that they're building here this Opportunity is for those that are regular gamers or whales like Shay, who could put their, um, uh, you know, or whatever on the marketplace to give a regular gamer like Jim Karen, who's priced out, an ability to play the game. So that was exactly. And, and uh yeah, I just think you have to look at it in, in different ways. Like I think you have to look at this. This is not going to be a fun game. This is more of a financial game.
0: I hope it's fun, that, because me as a gamer, that's what I'm looking for. I, financial gains in Web three gaming, I have yet to see anything that is going to change my life. That is a very regional mindset, in my opinion, because like what I earn from, let's say, EVIO in a month of grinding won't even buy me a cup of coffee at Starbucks. But for somebody who lives in say like Africa, that could be life changing money, right? So the earning system, until it's it's to a point that it can like. I, i could quit my job and gain full time and actually like have a sustainable income that doesn't appeal to me as a gamer right from america from a from a first world from country, america that's what we want to call it but it's i see the benefit i see the value and i know there's an audience for it 110 i'm not faulting them for that i'm just saying my personal opinion is make me have fun and i will play your game and
2: throw money at it yeah
1: yeah I think- but, but, but just to clarify that's not what you
2: got building right like they not I know, I know. Well, we don't if know. I got to put a number on it I'm 70 percent confident they're going to make a game that you're going to have fun playing Change. oh yeah probably eventually that's that's I mean, where I'm landing have, on the scale like they, that
1: they have they, look look again I'm very bullish on you but right Like right? they, they they have all this money and they went and hired the right people right they went and hired the people that actually know about gaming it's not like some guy you know who was in the community i knew this and that blah blah no like they went and hired web two fucking executives like that, that these people know what they're doing so i give it some time
2: before like Ooh, really I, don't, I don't know man like so that that ceo that web two executive just got done quoting and misquoting and mislabeling all of these blizzard titles as activision titles in a speech and um yeah but is it something to judge him on Yikes. yeah yeah that's that's a complete lack of knowledge in the market uh, that he's in and came yeah. from that's pretty freaking scary to me that's an exec that's out of touch with the market and just running stuff and make, cutting a paycheck
3: where did he come from again I forget Where did what they come to from?
2: that's all I know <laughs> no but what
3: company
2: I don't know oh,
0: okay some company and
2: what too Yeah, just got done quoting like World of Warcraft and everything as Activision titles, which is just you know, uh.
3: he could have had an off day, could have got his words mixed up.
0: Maybe his writer miswrote. I, you never know, he read off the card.
3: I guess what Dub is saying, he should know that instinctively because he should have such a pulse on the market.
0: I mean, to be Uh, fair, even as a Web 2 gamer, it's not like I'm going to know everything that's going on with every company, right? So he may not be a big Activision Blizzard fan, so I'm willing to give him a little slack on that, a little. um, But it it, it is a little silly to mess it up that badly.
2: That's like saying Call of Duty was made by EA or Ubisoft, right? Or that Tesla's making a gas vehicle and that he's in the car industry. (laughs) I mean, that's the level of like out of touch in my I'll give him some slack. I'll give him some I, slack. Yeah, I love I love how dub is so like critical of <laughs> it. I'm
0: usually the critical critical one, so like but this is one that I'm like, eh, words versus actions, right? You can say things, but c- can you build things? So if he hey, builds something,
1: all, cares? I know, all I know is I saw Dub play yesterday Eldor, and he called himself a gamer, <laughs> got, got got killed and wrecked. But I get that's the level of critical reason we've okay. to go
2: I'm, I'm good at all the games. I'm not great at all of them, okay? Oh, and man. you're the one, if you're going to start calling out gamer achievements here, you're the one that got first kicked out of the SCG football, like, round one, bro. I made it all the way to fourth place, dog. Like, you couldn't even, yeah. you couldn't even fight because you couldn't even get, get out of the first entry rounds, man.
1: Yeah, I got kicked out in the first round. But, like, I need to say something. I played with regular cards. The team that I played with had like
2: Doesn't every single matter.
1: maxed out card. How? Is
2: confirm skill issue from the number one player <laughs> in SDG football. I can I can confirm. I have played
0: one v one against somebody who had a bunch of stacked cards, and I went toe to toe with them. So the cards are only a part of the equation. I promise you. But in Jorge's defense, I was also knocked out round one because. I did not bring in any of their community members to help me out. I brought in as many of the gamers in my circle as I could, Web3 and Web2 alike, and we all just ran with what we had, and some of them just didn't practice. We went up against somebody in the community who they were like level 400 plus we're all like level two and three and we got smoked they, that community is not lenient with new players whatsoever and i'm here for it because i got to play with um with uh david uh Njoku, if i remember correctly from the 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 browns and I got to play with some of the community members, and we had no mercy. We did not care that he was an NFL player. We did not care that he was famous or a superstar. We demolished his team. And I'm shouting in the team chat, guys, take it easy, take it easy. We want to make him look good. We want to make him look. No, no, did not happen. He got smoked in the story. The community members do not game, play.
2: If that game and team could get <laughs> 5% of the the like attention that Yuga gets in this space, Oh, we would be stole. in such a better spot like it, it's it blows my mind this team launched on epic eight months ago already on steam has plans that they're publicly speaking about for console and, who else is freaking doing that
0: and even though they are built on blockchain and have nfts go look at their steam reviews mostly positive boys we got a web 3 game with mostly positive reviews hell yeah that's what we've been waiting for
2: I'm just flabbergasted that this doesn't that, get more attention
1: just to that comment crypto Twitter's gonna go blow it up to be saying that well there there
0: I did go through the reviews and of course I found the negative ones and I did review did look them over and some of them actually did complain about NFT and pay to win um but they, they still had like multiple hours played, right? So the fact they even got their feet in the door and didn't stop as soon as they learned there were NFTs tells me that this game has promise, but you're not seeing any of the big creators talk about it. Like we had a 16 creator showdown this past Sunday and it was a bunch of us, let's be honest, no offense to Dub and, and, and Jorge oh, we're, and everybody we're here, we're micro creators. <laughs> we're we're C-suite
2: level, we're chilling, don't worry. Exactly exactly we,
0: we showed up though and we put on a hell of a show there was a creator that showed up he he had been grinding his butt off for the last week if you guys aren't familiar with caleb he took home first place and he just blew it away throughout the whole tournament they put in the work they
2: showed up and 150 I... matches in one week to practice exactly. for the tournament Holy and crap. everyone like everyone else like i played five you know 50 matches he put in he put in in 150 matches in a week with his team and and everything like yeah well-deserved like an actual gamer winning a gaming tournament and he's a creator like
1: yeah yeah I think yeah I think I do follow that I think I I comment but I I think one of the the, 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 you mentioned something funny right there that like um this space still has a, a tough time supporting creators like each other um if you if you look at it like you know this was a pretty big event 16 creators right and like the only ones that were pushing this were the creators themselves in the, in that network but like you didn't see outside creators from the web3 space and saying like because like we're so siloed i don't know why like i, I don't know if it costs them money to like like maybe maybe on like their twitter it costs like a dollar to hit the like button or something but like it's 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 mind-boggling sometimes how like we don't want to see each other win in this space
2: yeah yeah it's, it's bad. It, it happened since 3xp honestly lines were drawn in the sand at that event and basically from there creators like literally formed telegram groups isolated themselves from other creators through their support where they were getting paid from and and that's how it is i mean i can confidently say that because i'm the one that's friends with everybody and tries to be in all the groups. Right. And I am. I was about to say, I'm in, I'm in yeah, multiple groups. I, I, I know and, is as well. And we literally see it. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it sucks. <laughs> it does suck. But I,
0: I get it because the thing is, I'm a very open minded person. Right. So I, I understand the ones looking to get paid. I understand the ones that are trying to get eyes on smaller projects without being paid. I understand all sides of the, these, these uh, per- perceptions uh, and I don't judge anybody for it. Right. But at the same time, that, why does the support stop based on our opinion on the financial side? Like at the end of the day, we want games to succeed. We want to. I would hope that we want to see each other succeed. Like I don't stop commenting and liking on on Bryson's tweets just because he's big. I don't do the same for Jonah. I don't. You know, like that's the thing is when I first jumped into the space and I started getting my name out there. I had a lot of support from fellow creators, but as my opinions became more apparent, I've noticed this divide where certain people don't want to even engage on my Twitter anymore. Some people don't even really talk to me on Telegram and it, it kind of sucks to see, but at the same time, I don't fault anybody for it. I get it. But how do we bring this back together? How do we make it about, I'm I i I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to say it.
2: We got to fight. It's not gonna hand, happen, bro. but how do we make it about Wagme? Blood, how do we, how battles? Do we get... blood battles in the arena more tournaments more content creators go build your team and meet me in the freaking war room because i'm ready to fight and i think that's yeah. the way we do
1: it yeah and, 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 i think this is like here's the web 2 experience that, that i'm going to give you guys the older person in the room is like a <laughs> it, lot of the, yeah a lot of the things that i see is just a lack of understanding of how to run a business, and I say that in the sense of the content. That's me. Like, like for content creators, like you know what I mean. Like and, and, and I say that uh, for the for where the the direction is coming from content creators, like you, you know uh, Doug mentions the groups that there are, but like the people in those groups, the helm at those in those groups, I bet you have no experience running a business, and or have somewhat experience, but like when I talk about like understanding how you're gonna help and uh, widen your how you're going to make money and what the pillars are of the of the business that you're trying to build it's probably very little of it and i think that's just because of with the nature of this this of this space but like yeah, i think if there were more you would realize collaboration would be more important and working with others would be more
3: important that's I, think I think too i think a lot of web2 content creators and influencers micro influencers they They don't know like you know they're confused they don't know how to run their business and stuff but i think it just comes down to like investing in yourself there are people out there that can advise you there's consultants but i think it is you're also there's a lot of ambiguity i think especially with our space because it's so early but i think that you can i think you have to want it for yourself and you have to you have Mm -hmm. to be aware of your strengths and you have to be aware of your weaknesses and if you know if you're great at gaming if you have a great personality but you're not good at the business side of things then reach out to somebody, like get a consultation. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to want it for yourself to bridge that gap for, for that education. But I understand like people have bandwidth issues, like all this kind of stuff, right? But if you're if you're a content creator, you are technically a business, you are a brand. Um, and I think that I, I think this is just part of such a much larger conversation because first there's so much that goes into a personal brand and content creation uh but i think that education is out there and i think as long as the people at the top like or just the bigger creators don't get pretentious especially in this space because we're too small for the bigger creators to get pretentious like we're all here early so like we should all be supporting each other you know and i don't know if it's that way but um I do- it doesn't look like it at least from the it, outside the it's
0: it dependent. and i say this because i'm one of those people i'm not business-minded right i'm here to play games i'm here to have fun but i also do want to monetize my time. At some point in the future, I would like to be my own boss. I would like to do this full time and be able to support games more and have more time to edit videos and make content for them. So I've actually reached out, full transparency, I have actually reached out to somebody like Spike. And I'm like, hey, like, what do you charge? What do you recommend? Stuff like this. And he has sat down and talked to me, but there are other creators, I'm not gonna throw out names, that are like, if you want my time, you have to pay me. And I'm like, well, I get that, but if I knew how to pay people and I had money, I wouldn't be asking you how to make money, you know? So it's, it's it, there's some creators 100% out there willing to help and grow each other. Because um, me and Spike, we don't always agree on everything either, but the fact he was able to take the time out of his day and, and sit there and message me and show me kind of what I needed to do, that made me feel a lot more confident working with him. And the way I explain it to people is, even if you don't agree with somebody, you can still work with them on a professional level. At my nine to five job, I don't like everybody I work with, but I still maintain a professional attitude and I still do my job and I show up and if they need help, I help them out. If I need help, they help me out. That's what we need to develop around here is we need a more professional mentality. And it's not even just amongst creators. It's amongst Web3 as a whole. You will see developers out there attacking each other. You will see developers trashing each other's projects. You'll see creators talking down on other creators. It, it what felt as Again, what felt as the Wagner attitude yeah. seems to have gone away, and now it's almost like every man for himself, and everybody wants to support their own little bubble. And that I, I don't think we're ever going to make it if that's how we treat this, and we start to cannibalize ourselves. You know, yeah, so, a yeah. uh, I mean, flex
2: man. It's yeah, a flex market right now. It is, it is a flex market, I mean like... <laughs> Go check out Jiho, you'll know what that looks like.
0: But like Kagi, for example, th- there's a lot of people that don't necessarily like Kagi, but if Kagi reached out to me and was like, Hey man, I want to work with you on this game, I'd be like, sure bet, let's do it, right? Because not only does he have a much larger audience than me, he is definitely more more business focused than I am. And he is somebody that I would willing be willing to take the opportunity to work with and see he, if we match.
3: He actually also I worked with him on some stuff with when I was with Walker World and I met with him and his business partner apex so the other thing to keep in mind his business partner and he's very he's very transparent about this his business partner is actually the much more business-minded one and K- kaggy is like a gamer doing all these things right so <laughs> they balance out i'm not saying kaggy's not business-minded i'm just saying yeah. they, it's it was very apparent on the call and the calls that i had with them that they mm-hmm. balanced out each other very well because the other one you know yeah. apex is like a great guy um from the conversations i had with him so i think that's like also another strategy uh but also yes they're and i think it's funny i think they were really fun to talk to and work with and i think a lot of people put up they act as characters in these spaces and they're not always like that and people have layers to them dr
1: disrespect yeah again you guys you guys are you guys are are, are hitting the thing right like Kagi having a business partner content creating working with business partners or having a business under them, above them again like this is the aspect of business like you have to have somebody at the helm who understands how to run business the cut con- like I don't want to say content creators don't know how to run businesses but like you are good at creating content let the person go hire and work with somebody it's like a restaurant the chef is not going to the register and ringing you up for the for the, the foodies he's making the food he hires somebody to go help you help him with the, the menu and taking the order and all that stuff it's the same thing in this kind of business like we don't there's still that missing aspect of having like a true uh business where they could say hey i'll handle all the legal work for you uh hey I'm Jim i'll help all the helping you with the marketing uh the business contacts all that stuff like there isn't any of that because it's still small but because there's none of that this, this is why it's all this is like the way it's being convoluted it, it sucks
2: when when you're an sf next you need to stop by dub's kitchen it's got it's this place where it's just this one crazy dude like runs a registry, he cooks the food and it's it's a treat let me tell you what it's it's a fun place to go
3: yeah i mean solo no like we're also in the age of solopreneurship so that's like a big thing and i think that you people definitely can run one person businesses but then they there's consulting firms like you i think if you have to be willing to invest whether it's time money energy or whatever to bridge those gaps that you that you have, uh, because there's nothing like that can't be learned. But then I think what Jean Kieran said, it's a problem across the space as a whole. Like, I really do wish we could bring back that whole Wagner mentality because it's something that really bothers me that I've like, like the whole tribe, like just the tribalistic mentality. It's so like not who I am, like, and people get so they just yeah, they just get so defensive Like, because I'm somebody who is like across multiple communities in the space and I'm very big on like cross community. Pollination, And then but people within each of those communities are so like in their echo chambers and just like kind of hate on other projects. And it's like, I get it. I think that's like human nature. Uh, but we're all part of what we're all the fact that we're all here in web three, we're all early to web three, like we should just be supporting each other, you know, but it, that's not the case right now, at least.
0: And it kind of segues into the the Starfield reviews actually, because when you think about it, we're seeing drastically different reviews based on the people that are, are putting out content for it. And I personally spent some hours in it last night and I can see where the reviews are coming from. If you love Bethesda or you love Microsoft, yeah, you're you're gonna have a biased review. It's gonna score higher. As somebody who is neutral and I'm like, I just like to play games. I don't care about the whole Xbox versus PlayStation thing. I I jumped into it and I can easily see how it's averaging a seven to eight. That makes sense to me. People putting it at a nine or a 10, it's like this game could have probably been released 10 years ago with the same systems, probably less graphics, but let's be honest, graphics don't make a game and it would have probably scored higher. But releasing a game the way that it is today in this age with the systems that they have in place and the number of loading screens and everything it shows those groups that you're talking about even within web 2 do exist unfortunately. And those echo chambers do exist 120%. Like you can see it in the comments, you see it in the YouTube videos and everything, just the way that this game has divided people so greatly, which is ironic after Baldur's Gate kind of brought all those communities together and everybody, nobody, I didn't see anybody talking bad about Baldur's Gate 3 other than, oh, it's turn-based, it's not for me.
2: I I got something bad to say about Baldur's Gate. I'm disappointed because I went to PAX West in 2022, and I discovered Baldur's Gate 3 through an experience that they had at PAX West. You Mm -hmm. ran through this castle, you took a picture with the demon, and then you played the beta. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. I just got back from PAX West here in 2023. A year later, after they get done launching and activating their game, and I walk in to the same experience that they just clearly just dusted off. I even asked the demon guy if he was the same actor and it was the same actor. I was peeved for a game of that caliber to launch an in-person experience and to just simply copy paste and reuse it and dust it off after an amazing launch of that is just disappointing, and that's what I have to say.
0: Do you think this kind of applies to Web3 and why we see like certain bubbles hyping certain games versus others? Like, it, is that kind of what we're seeing translate over to Web3 as well?
2: Yeah. Whatever proves my point on game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I give up. Oh, man. To me, that's kind of what I feel like. You know, like, yeah, I'm over here hyping up STG football who's in the comments. Hi guys. Um, and you know, dub and we we enjoyed the game, right? Yeah. But you're not gonna see people that don't like sports games hyping it up. We we kind of have our, our bubble when it comes to that, which is ironic considering I used to be anti-sports game. Um but I feel like if we look at things from a more uh objective Standpoint, right? If we compare a lot of these games, and, and you know, like I saw the the tier list recently from Bitbender Brink uh that he's doing from classy games, I don't agree with it. I'm not gonna like tear them apart or anything, but to put so many Gala games as like A and S tier, I was like, dude, I, they're not bad games. But if you're looking at the space as a whole, do you truly believe that they are A and S tier?
2: Do you truly believe that? And yeah, his bags he, are there, bro. Like, of course, he believes that. Deep I down, he believes it. It's not true, but he's <laughs> gonna go see, tweet that on the regular, dude.
0: Before I clean Golubaius, because that was my first instinct as well was like, oh, Golubaius bags. I want to hear his justification for these because honestly, again, there are some people who just have different opinions. That's fine. Like, obviously some people think Starfield's a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. I don't agree with that. But there are people in his bubble that are like, yeah, I agree with this tier list. But then you can see people outside his bubble going, no, dude, that ain't it. It's Gala bias, right? So it's even playing a role in how we look at these games. And unfortunately, the bag bias is going to exist no matter what. Let's be honest,
2: every single time. I'm going to just use one game as an example out of that tier list. And it's Uh superior. it's superior. Take a look at how long superior is out the amount of content they've iterated on and how much stuff they've done in web three. It's pretty abysmal. They literally launched, have had the same game out for over a year. Now have done cosmetic in game drops as their reward mechanism that are not even on chain and, and that's the game. And that's getting what an A or an S like you, you play that for five hours. Of and gameplay you're and you're done, period. Like otherwise, you're a maxi. That period. <laughs> I uh,
1: I have to I have to jump off for um, but I wanted to say thanks for having me on the on today's show again, and uh, I wanted to say a quick comment about Gala. Like, why do we keep talking about Gala? Like, they're they're always so like negative in the news, right? Like, can we move on? Like, there's other like the, the CEO is like a complete like I don't know. Can I say the asshole? Like, I, like she's always like. He's always like belittling or like talk like going at it with his own staff or like stuff like that. Like, isn't there like the lawsuit? I was like, that's a guy who needs like a PR. They need a PR. They need to hire a PR team and like mute, mute the guy.
3: This is where you advertise your I- services, Jorge. Yeah,
2: Jorge. <laughs> they need the gaming strategist.
1: <laughs> hey, Bitbender, if you need to uh, help me come help you uh, with your uh, co founders, uh, come hire me. I- I'll mute them real quick, I'll take away their Twitter.
0: Well, I don't really have a three-person setup with this new setup, so if you you guys are done, we can wrap it up.
2: I don't know if you guys got any further... I I dropped my sauce. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling spicy. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, that is going to be
0: another episode for us, guys. Thank you for joining. Again, shout out to Jorge Shea and Dub for showing up this week. Appreciate you taking the time every week to hang out with us. We also couldn't have done it without all our amazing viewers and supporters. You guys drive our passion to keep doing this week after week. If you have any topic suggestions, games that you want us to to review and check out, throw them our way. We're always looking for new new stuff. Remember sauce never stops flowing and stay connected with us on social media at the block sauce with the three instead of an E at the end. Uh, yeah, there might be a rebrand coming. We don't know. Uh, well, I mean, somebody knows, but not me. So we'll see what's. I know again. It, it is what it is. Um, but that's going to be it for us today. Sauce enthusiasts join us next time for another thrilling episode of the block sauce, where we'll keep the gaming flame alive and the discussion sizzling. Stay saucy and keep gaming in the exciting realm of Web3. Have a good one.
3: Cheers. Shout out to